Welcome to episode two of Drew's Baseball Crew. Drew Skyberg not on solo duty today. I am joined by Caden Youngmuth. He is back on the podcast. Look, it seems like he's like a regular now these days with him coming on, but it's great to have him on. So, Caden, how you doing on this Wednesday morning? I'm doing great, Drew. Thanks for having me on and uh, honored to be the first guest on uh, Drew's Baseball Crew. So let's go. Excited for this. Yeah. So we got to talk about what's going on in the world. Well, we're going to start, you know, in Wednesday, Wednesday action here. We're going to do it how we operated last week. We're going to look at some of the matchups. We're going to look at our favorites in terms of building lineups. And then we're also going to talk a little about player props. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about fantasy baseball as Caden and I are in the same fantasy baseball league. So, yeah, let's roll here. So let's start, you know. There are the slate itself. It's it's a night one here. You know that you got you got some earlier games. You got the game on YouTube today. Uh, looking at it, the six oh five one. You got twenty teams. That's the main one we'll be operating with right now, and you know, that includes our fate our our team, the Milwaukee Brewers. They are playing the Phillies there tonight. Of course, American Family Field seven ten first pitch. Phillies are actually projected to win. Of course. With Aaron Nola pitching, we have Hauser, but enough about that. We're going to talk about some of our favorite, some of my favorite matchups here. So, you know, to start, I always like to look at the batter versus pitcher matchup. Those are always great to look at. And, you know, we got to start with Ty France. He's against Jose Urquidy. 467 he's batting and 15 at bat. Seven for five, even as a home run. So, you know, Ty France, Caden. Would you be looking at you know, adding him to a lineup today with his first and second base eligibility? Um, yeah, you know, any player that's eligible, if you're in need, uh, I would not take him over your, you know, bona fide stars. Like, uh, I looked at him, but I have DJ LeMahieu. I'm not going to start him or Joey Votto. He's been hot lately. I'm not going to start him over those two guys. But if you're in need, I definitely think that is one to stream if, you know, you're down with COVID or injuries right now and your players are, players are out. Yeah, you bring great points up there. You know, even go to the Statcast data, right? His expected stats. We want to look at that based on his batted ball data. He's projected a 431 batting average, so the numbers are even higher. Or that that number is not, but the slugging here is higher with an expected slugging of 853. So you know he's just had good at bats. Only two strikeouts too in 15 plate appearances against him. So yeah, I mean a, a, an option there. I think the big story is Sandy Alcantara. Uh, with how he's performed lately, he's gone seven innings, I believe, or he's like seven, five or six straight, you know, seven plus eight quality starts or something ridiculous like that. Look, I would be all over him today. And um, the Statcast numbers, you know, they side with them here. Uh, the expected batting average for the Washington Nationals lineup, you know, everyone who has a career history against them, two twelve. So not not great anything there really, uh, to even go. Well, further here, they expect to weight on base average. So looking at, you know, average on base with that 284. So I'd be looking at Sandy Alcantara for your pitcher. I know you're going to pay up. You'd be paying up. But I think there's some value guys today to totally make up for that. What do you think, Caden? Yeah, I like Sandy Alcantara. I believe when I was watching the game yesterday, I was really thinking, you know, that was going to be the Nationals bats because they've been a little slow lately. Not, I mean, they're been doing okay they've been scratching out games but i am waiting for the 
Nationals just to break out with a game or they just go off because that lineup has the potential. And it just seems like they have not lived up to it. I mean, only putting up two runs yesterday. I mean, I get the Marlins have a good pitching staff, but uh, I'm going to say Sandy Alcantara. Let's roll with him again because the Nationals, I want their you know home run party to start today, but I think it'll wait. I think you're right. I think you just got to keep rolling with it. I, I know there's some other good matchups today. I guess I'll briefly mention them here. Marcus Roman against the Orioles. I mean, that might be more of a value one. Aaron Nola against the Milwaukee Brewers. And then we have like Nestor Cortez versus the Twins. Kluber against the Cardinals. Shamanaya against the Mets. Tariq Skubal against the Pirates. I'll just mention all the games today. I guess it just makes more sense to include them all here. Yusei Kikuchi against the Royals, Logan Gilbert against the Astros, and then Nathan Avaldi against the Angels. Out of those, Caden, do you have a favorite other than Alcantara? Um, I like Ivaldi versus the Angels just because uh, the Angels are are dumpster fire right now. Who knows what's going on with that team? Uh, you know, riding that major skid right now. Um, I do like. I do like the Reds right now. I forgot who was you said was pitching, but the Diamondbacks have just been ice cold. Um, let's see, it's Mike well, Miner here. Mike Miner against Merrill Kelly. That might not be the most enticing matchup. I, I like it just because that Diamondbacks team has been horrible, and you can probably get Mike Miner for pretty cheap if you're building a lineup because uh, I doubt he's worth a lot to put in your starting lineup with a 11.25 ERA, but I like him today. Yeah, Mike Miner, looking at it, I actually got the numbers up. So he's faced, he hasn't faced many guys on the on the Diamondbacks, but Madison Bumgarner is one guy he faced, so we'll cross him off there. But looking at it, you know, he's faced four, four of the nine starters, and he's actually done very well. So his expected batting average against him is 174 in those apparent late appearances. Caden might be on for onto something. It might not be, you know, if you, I would only start him in a two pitcher lineup, right? I mean, you have your guy, you pay up, you pay up for like Alcantara. If you can go with him, he gets you a quality start and the win, not no matter, like regardless of how many strikeouts he has, because I can't imagine he'll have a lot, but you know, that this might be some good value here. So to keep that in mind, look at Caden call going for the home run pick there i love it yeah Reds nathan avaldi sweep of the year yeah nathan avaldi <laughs> ha, is quite the matchup too you know i'm liking him today a lot so you know my two pitcher if i when i'm rolling my two pitcher lineup today i think i'm gonna go actually i think i'm gonna go evaldi and i think i will go alcantara with him so i think that's my pair of the day for the pitchers but back to the hitters here you know, this is interesting. So Christian Yelich for his career against Aaron Nola, nine for 26 with a homer with that. That's a 346 clip and OPS um, just under a thousand. What, where would you go with Yelich here? He's been struggling. He got some infield an infield hit yesterday and another. He actually got a liner hit then wasn't even infield hit. It was some weak contact just because the shift. But would you would you stream Yelich today? I'm not even, I hate to say stream, but, you know, he's been performing not so yeah. well. Uh, you know, Yelich, love, hate, with Brewers player right there. Um, 
everyone thought at the beginning of the season he was coming back to, you know, his MVP form, and it really looked like he was going to be close, and now he's been sliding. I really think the Brewers as a whole, you know, I read an article Sunday night that they're going to come alive versus the Phillies because they just need to as a team. They're getting run throw back. They're getting players back. And, you know, Aaron Nola, he's a good pitcher, but hopefully hopefully the Brewers decide that today's their day. Personally, I would not take Yelich. Um, I'd be looking for like a bat like uh, Renfro. I think today's going to be Renfro's big game. Um, but that's just me. I'm not touching Yelich for anything daily fantasy just because he's so unpredictable this year. And, yeah, I, I guess the unpredictable. You know, I've gotten him in some good matchups this year with, like, the Reds, right? You know, he's good career numbers against them. It just works out. But, yeah, you know, that, that might be a guy with the Alich I probably personally won't be looking at. But hopefully they can get on track tonight. And, yeah, his projected fantasy points lines in sportsbook seven and a half. So, I mean, that pretty, seems pretty steep. But, uh, you know, with that, it, it's taking into account Yelich gets on base. I mean, he walks. And as of late, he really hasn't. But, you know, for his career, he's that's usually what he's good at here are some more matchups. Here's something I like, and I want to know your thoughts on this. So when the Cardinals, they play they play or the, against the left-handed pitcher, they'll roll with Albert Pujols, and then against righties, they'll roll with Corey Dickerson. That's how they've been rolling at the DH. They've been doing it. That's how Ali Marmol's been rolling. And look, Corey Dickerson has a matchup against Corey Kluber today. 7 for 16 for his career against Kluber. No home runs yet, but... Uh, four, that gives him a 438 average. He's put together great at-bats against him. I'm looking at value play here. You know, his salary is, I believe, around the 2000. It's 2000-something. It's very, very affordable. Would you be looking at streaming Corey Dickerson today? You know, I would. Uh, Kluber has not been, you know, a Cy Young pitcher that he has been in the past. Um. I just saw yesterday, I didn't realize Corey Dickerson was 33 years old already. I thought he was younger than that, but uh, I would definitely roll with him. I like that matchup. Um, the stats he read are great. Then just like I said, you know, Kluber is not him, his Cy Young performing self that he used to be. Yeah, and with that, I would roll all with that. Got another value play here, Bobby Dal- Dalbeck of the Boston Red Sox. So he's matching up against Reed Detmers. You keep that in mind. And for his career, he's only has two play appearances. And so he's one at bat. One of the other one was a walk. It's how it worked. And I, I know it's just one at bat, but with that at bat, it gave him the, the hit he had, had an expected batting average of 686. And, you know, with, with him, the exit velo, right? I mean, that's, that's going to be a story. Him getting extra base hits is what we're looking for, especially in the bottom of the lineup for the Red Sox. Something, you know, and hopefully lineup turns around to gets him in. So, look, I'd be looking at Bobby Bobby Dalbeck today as a, you know, a play, as a streamer, right? As a value guy. So you can load up on Sandy Alcantara and those other big names, right? So, you know, Bobby Dalbeck is a guy I am all over today. I don't, what, what are you thinking here about Dalbeck? Uh, I liked him actually going into the season. I thought about drafting him in our fantasy league because I thought he was going to lock down that first base slot every single day, but that hasn't quite been the case for the Red Sox. Um, 
the Red Sox were my second favorite team besides the Brewers. I don't know if you ever knew that. So I follow them pretty close. And their bats have been hot. The Angels have not. I mean, there's no other way to say that. The Angels are a mess. So I really think that he's a guy that is worth picking up for a bargain deal. I mean, if you're going to run a player stack, I would even go as far as to say that today is the day to run a Red Sox stack. Um, I think Xander Bogarts got hurt last night, so maybe don't pick him. But J.D. Martinez, he's on my team. He's been in a slump, and he's come alive versus the Angels. So I really think that any player on the Red Sox is worth taking a look at. I don't know that, you know, depending on what you need and the prices, but I think that Red Sox players are definitely worth throwing on your roster today if you can get them as a good bargain. I'm looking at it, and I like that. Yeah, uh, you know, I know Trevor Story's been hot, right? And that might that might play into grabbing him. So, and I I know you might not want to space it out as much with Dalek batting. Hopefully, he gets bumped up a little bit in the order today in the lineup because if he's able to, then you can roll. You know, you can throw him in there. You could possibly throw, like you said, J.D. Martinez would be a potential candidate in that stack. There's other guys, too, here. Um, if he gets that start, you know, Christian Vasquez, I know I know people might not like starting a catcher here, but in the bottom of the lineup, I, you know, that might be a way to roll. If story, it depends on where he really bats for me, because arguably Kiki Hernandez is going to lead off. So I think it's possible story might be down, you know, when five or six spots in this lineup today because I you bat Dever second, Martinez third, right? You go Bogarts maybe four, or you'll bat fifth. It depends on where, but I, I'm confident you'll see Delbeck today instead of um Branchi Cordero because it seems they've been um you know playing matchups here. Yeah, it looks like uh Borgwartz is gonna try to play today. Um, but that was released last or well, technically this morning at 1 a.m. So I would just really pay attention to that because if he doesn't play, you're looking at, you know, possibly story getting bumped up to that four spot, even or Martinez dropped down to four. And, you know, you throw you throw a story in front of Martinez, which would also be a good play. You know, it's really going to it depends where that roster comes out as because. Like you said, if Story bumps up to three and they drop Martinez down to four, that could really boost his value because, like I said, Martinez has been hitting a good bat during this Angel series the last two games. Yeah, for sure. Um, to roll, so Red Sox stack basically summing up here. That might be a way we go. What about the Yankees stack now too? Because, look, against Chris Archer, not a good matchup for Chris Archer, let's say, you know, with the small ballpark and plus with um, his top three pitches right here, he's a primary, primarily a slider pitcher. His slider's also rated a D as well, based through like pitch grading on quality of said pitch. And look at this Yankees team. They had home runs. They have a short porch, right? Look, Anthony Rizzo's a guy for me at 3,700. I know it's my team like a lot, but if you can go up and grab him, I like this matchup for himself, you know, in terms of maybe hopefully getting a long ball tonight because that's what we're looking for. But, you know, everyone, Aaron Judge, right? It's a big story. He's been hitting home runs like crazy. I don't know if I'd go with him tonight just based on how 
how the salary is with him. I believe it's, you know, like it was like 4,600 now these days It is pretty steep to pay up for a guy like judge. And it's also tough, right? To look at number, right? This isn't the same Chris Archer we saw in Tampa, right? We just let's, let's face it. So that's, this is where for me, you know, to look at career numbers, it gets tough because why would I compare, you know, the bad bats players had with against Chris Archer when he was in his prime, it doesn't make sense. So it's really hard for me to put those numbers out there. So they, they might not look the best because, you know, quite frankly, they, they don't look the best. But personally, I, I would still roll with this. I think, you know, even if Marwin Gonzalez, I'll go like deeper here. Matt Carpenter is actually his salary is a lot now because of how hot he started. But overall, you know, those are guys I would roll with. Josh Donaldson has 21 strikeouts against Chris Archer and 47 at bats. Yikes. That's that's a lot there, but. What do you think about the Yankees? Um, what is DJ LeMayhew for tonight? Does he have a line on DJ? So, um, are you talking about like a daily fantasy? Salary wise. Oh, salary wise. Let me get that up for you. LeMayhew is because if you look, his last five games, he's drawn at least one walk. He's been very disciplined at the plate. Last night, he went three for four. I just like him because I mean, he's seeing the ball well. And he's putting it in play. Um, he's getting RBIs like the other night. His only RBI was a sack fly. But when you have a guy that has five or this last five games, he's drawn at least one walk with three of those games, having two walks. He's seeing the ball extremely well. So, you know, Chris Archer's not himself. He's leading off in front of the guys, you know, like Aaron Judge and Carlos Stanton. When you're leading off in front of those guys, that's worth fantasy value right there. So I would definitely take it. I mean, Rizzo, you know, the short porch. I like DJ LeMahieu tonight. Yeah, DJ LeMahieu for you. Let's at 3,300. So keep that in mind. Uh, Drury's a little Fran- steep yet. Fran- I still, but Brandon Drury of the Reds is at 3,600 right now. Oh, so, okay. Uh, there's some other, you know, guys like stories at 4,200 tonight. That's the only thing with that stack. It'd be a little pricey. Tommy Edmund with the steel values at 3,700. And then, yeah, so overall, I mean, I would be fine. I would be fine with going. I just might go with Lomayu tonight. I mean, you might have convinced me here on the spot here. But, uh, yeah, to talk about some more matchups here, right, we, we kind of threw some stacks in there, talk about some, like, these these other top matchups, what, what we like in terms of, you know, the player props and other things. Because, I mean, we kind of made, made a lineup right there for, for you. Uh, we, we shared our pitching choices, some outfielder guys, some other guys. We'll talk about more guys here to kind of include in the lineup. This is where I would go. If you're doing all day one, right? Cause that's kind of how we're talking about it on this episode. I want to throw in some tigers guys. Tigers offense collectively has been terrible, but I think you can get some good guys who might do some good things today with small sample sizes. Robbie Grossman is the first one switching outfielder for the tigers. He's against Mitch Keller pirates and, He's done very well, four for six against him in his career. I know small sample size again, but still like that. Javi Baez, four for eight against Keller in his career. Keep that in mind. So, you know, Baez, more of a string and miss guy. Still might be a good value there. Lastly, the Dodgers against Johnny Cueto. I think this might be a story, too. I think this might be another stack option. Or maybe you can get some value guys out of it. Gavin Lux is a guy in the bottom of the order. You can probably get for cheap. And I could... I. Would be fine with rolling with that. I know Max Muncy's hurt, so that kind of hurts. A nice utility value guy, but 
overall, I think that would be a way I would go. You know, potentially look at Dod- looking at the the Dodgers and looking at that lineup against Cueto. But again, you know, they have a lot of numbers against them for his career, but not the same Cueto. And lastly, Freddie Freeman expected batting average of 520 against them for his career. So I expected slugging over 1700. <laughs> so Freddie Freeman also another guy like, I mean, these are the stars, right? So it's hard to, you know, it's easier to pick the stars than it is to pick the value guys. So we do our best to try to cover those value guys as well. So uh, Dodgers, you know, Caden, are you, or would you look at any of these guys? Justin Turner against another one with expected batting average of 350 with a slug of 600. You know, it's easy to go. The Dodgers are, you know, the team that bought their team. They don't build, they buy. And it uh, always seems like every single night they should pop off. They should put up five runs at the very least. I don't like the Dodgers tonight, though. I really don't have a rhyme or reason for it. Uh, last night they got blanked. I don't know if that's what's playing into it. So you think that tonight they'd come out, you know, swinging a bat, you know, just because you get shut out the night before you want to try and put some runs on the board. But I'm, I'm saying that the White Sox pitching continues to dominate them. And I am staying away from Dodgers today. There we go. Caden staying away from the Dodgers and let's go to some player props here. So we'll start, you know, We'll start with the pitchers. I think still uh, some strikeout ones we got here. So we got Mike Miners over under for strikeouts is at five. I mean, that seems pretty steep for for Mike Miner. But, uh, you know, I don't know where you would go with that. I, I think that one might be just right. So that might be one I would I'm probably fading. Just want to throw that one out there. Uh, Sandy Alcantara is only at five and a half. I feel like that's going to get bumped up. Considering how you know how impressive he's been strikeout wise, you know, start so far. Josiah Gray's at five and a half. That's a guy we really haven't mentioned yet. He's a guy. The problem with him is his strikeouts. Right, he might give up like five earned runs, but he'll have like you know six strikeouts. So, not sure what I'm thinking about that one. Aranola, who the Brewers are facing, is at seven strikeouts tonight. I, I I know we're Brewer fans, but. That seems like a lot of strikeouts and uh, makes sense because the Brewers do, in fact, strike out a lot. But I don't know what I think about that one either. So, you know, strikeout strikeout ones are always tough. Was there anyone that I read that you were like, maybe, maybe I'll take, maybe I'll look at? Um, Strikeouts when you're pitching against the Brewers, as bad as it sounds, I think that's almost a safe line whenever you (laughs) whenever you're facing the Brewers, especially if heroes in the lineup. Um, I know that he pinched it two at bats last night. Um, I just think that strikeouts versus the Brewers seven. Do you say it was seven? That seems a little yeah. high. Uh, I mean, I would not take that because I hope that the Brewers come alive tonight. And this is just a fan base coming out. I hope the Brewers come alive and get Nola out of the game in five innings or so. So I think seven would be a little high, but if I'm going to give my, you know, opinion, not as a fan, Brewer strike out a lot. Oh boy. <laughs> so when uh sleeper had their fantasy lines, I went two days in a row against the Brewers over strikeouts for the pitchers that were facing them. 
and it hit both days. So I would not be afraid to touch a strikeout against the Brewers. There you go. You have you have it here for from Caden. But some more of my favorite ones for pitcher fantasy score. I'm liking Logan Gilbert over 31 and a half for pitcher fantasy score. I, I really like that. When you say Kikuchi over 29 and a half, also, I think those two are by far my favorite. Marcus Stroman over 28 and a half, also, I'd be looking at. So there's three right there. Um, looking at it more, let's go to some hitters, right? All the guys we mentioned, if you can get any sort of line for them for hitter fantasy score, I would roll with it. It gets tough in like total bases, right? You know, and other ones runs plus RBIs, right? I mean, those things are hard to predict, but you know, hitter fantasy score, I feel is one of those steady ones, right? Because you're, you're accumulating points for, you know, doing good things and you're not getting points for doing bad things. So it might be the easiest way to, you know, gauge, um, basically a, a player you're looking to take. So, I mean, all the guys we mentioned, I guess, to include them, we'd be taking them in some sort of hitter fantasy score. If it's reasonable, right, Caden, at some normal value, if it's not too inflated, like a Coors inflated. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, I mean, that, that helps out this week because last week we had, there was a Coors game going on and that kind of, you know, when there's a game of Coors Field, it really throws off the slate, and that's why it was tough for me last week to talk all about it. But, you know, no Coors slate this week. No game of Coors Field helps us out on our end. But a few more matchups here. I know I mentioned Logan Gilbert as a favorite here. Jose Altuve is, in fact, 6-for-11 six, six against him for his career, 546 average there. Alex Bregman, 5-for-8 for his career, 625. Again, I know smaller sample sizes, but... Kevin Pillar, this might be a value in here. I mentioned him last week, right? And he's been getting some starts for the Dodgers. He is currently five for eight you know, with a 625 average and a slugging over 1,100 against Johnny Cueto. And why I point that out is because, you know, I, I hate to say a guy's just due, but, you know, Kevin Pillar's been due. So I hopefully it could be his night tonight. Uh, but, few more guys. Hunter Renfro, like you mentioned, right? Five for 13 against Nola for his career. 385 average, Kate. You might be onto something here. Yeah, I like uh, I like Renfro in this matchup tonight just because it always seems like, too, when he was on the Red Sox, whenever he got back, if he had to take a 10-day stint or whatever, it always seemed like he came back with a vengeance and... Last night was not his vengeance, so I have a feeling that Nola is going to feel that tonight. Yeah, uh, I wonder what the Milwaukee Brewers here to kind of wrap up last one. Lorenzo Kane, so he's been struggling, right? And yeah. he isn't starting a couple of days. What if he gets the start tonight? And let me tell you why. So the numbers against Aaron Nola, seven plate appearances, four for five, two doubles. I know it's small. I, I know it is. You know it's like two games worth, basically maybe, maybe three starts worth from Aaron Nola. But if I, let me get these expected numbers here. Let's see if there's anything, anything here. So Lorenzo came for his career, 661 expected batting average against him, you know, and the exit velos there averaging 87.3 miles per hour. So I don't know what you think, but if there, if we see Lorenzo can get a spot start today, I probably wouldn't take him. But 
I just want to, you know, throw the possibility out there that he's he's had put up good numbers against Aaron Nola for his career. Actually, like he's the best against Aaron Nola in his career for all the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, you know, you were talking before about how Archer's not the same guy, Cueto's not the same guy, Kane's not the same guy. I mean, <laughs> you, you, we can just throw that out there if we're going to say it with pitchers. Um you know, if we're looking at that, I'm not touching that line. Let's keep uh, our secret weapon coming off the bench tonight and, uh, you know, really surprise him in those later in it. Or, you know, if he's doing good and pitching through seven, eight, you know, into the nine, if it gets that bad, let's have our secret weapon come off the bench and deliver that and not, uh, not start him off. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I just, I, I really just wanted to throw that out there. I've had that, you know, it was there in my back pocket. I was like, I want to hear what he thinks about this one. Colton Wong, but sadly he left the, he left last night's game. So, you know, I want to include him, but he, he's done well against Nolan and his career. So that, that's a big piece we're missing out on. So overall, I mean, those are the guys, right? I mean, we threw, we threw out a lot of names there. That's where it gets tough. But, you know, if you, you can pick, Pick and choose the guys we said, and, you know, make your own picks as well. If you want to use some of our value guys that we back up here with, with evidence, we use evidence here, you know, so keep that in mind, but Caden, thank you for coming on here on the baseball crew for this Wednesday morning. We want to keep these, you know, at a reasonable time. And that's what we do. So thanks again. Thank you very much, Drew. Glad to be on. All right. Good luck today in your daily fantasy slates. Good luck in fantasy baseball. And good luck, you know, win some, win some games, win some lineups. So with that here, we're going to wrap up Drew sports crew on the Instagram is where you'll find us. And then on Twitter, it's also drew sports crew. And then on YouTube, Drew's sports crew. And then on Facebook, Drew's sports crew as well. That wraps up here for Caden Youngblood and myself, Drew Skyberg. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's sports crew. The perfect podcast for you.